ready? Born ready. Hopefully this will be information that will help someone out there that may have transitioned from being in the streets and, you know, living that sort of life, but then jumping into the entertainment industry and, you know, having newfound success and making money and things like that. Okay. I call my lawyer. He's such a good lawyer that by tomorrow morning, you're going to be working in Alaska. So dress warm. Hey, man. That music can only mean one thing. That means that the good folks at Just Eldridge Media allow me to get another show. Yep. Hey, man, y'all. Welcome back to That's Law Podcast with Attorney Durante Partridge. I am Attorney Durante Partridge. Uh, This is the podcast for my entrepreneurs, for my entertainers. Uh, happy to ha- be back again for another episode. I appreciate the good people over at Just Eldridge Media for allowing me to uh, do this and to have this platform. I got my guy Keith here today. What's up, Keith? Yep. Hey, so that's how Keith speaks, y'all. He's going to you know, give us these sound bites and just stuff off the wall or whatever here and there. And that's my guy Keith just, just popping in. Look, perfect. All right, cool. So, look, before we get into today's topic on that's law, I have to give my disclaimer. I'm a lawyer. I have to protect myself. Uh, any of the information you're getting today, it is not legal advice. Should not be construed as legal advice. I am not your lawyer. I don't represent you. I don't know anything about your situation. This is for entertainment purposes only, and should be treated as such. So. With that out of the way, let's get into it. Ah. So today we're going to talk about something that's really near and dear to me. I work with a lot of hip-hop uh, entrepreneurs, hip-hop entertainers, managers, artists, things like that. And, um, you know, I, I saw the news recently that Pooh Shiesty was arrested. And he was arrested by way of something bizarre, you know, with social media. Damn. I mean, the feds are, let's just sit on this for a little bit. The feds are looking at y'all social media. They're getting serial numbers off $100 bills and connecting it to the crime scene. Man, that's petty. Just one station with video of what police say is a rapper unleashing a barrage of bullets in a parking lot. Seven's Jessica Holly is live on the scene in Bay Harbor Islands with what investigators say led up to that shootout. Jessica. It was a shooting in the middle of the day involving a well-known rapper, according to police. We reported this story back in October, but now we're seeing how it all went down. Bullets fly in broad daylight. Two people shot in over a half a million bucks in exotic cars, all of it caught on camera. This surveillance video is from an October 9th shooting in Bay Harbor Islands, and it has a recording artist who goes by Pooh Shiesty in hot water. Unlike this clip, what happened here is no music video. The surveillance shows a McLaren sports car, Mercedes Maybach, and another Mercedes pull into this East Bay Harbor Drive condo parking lot. Guys eventually get out. The meeting about a pair of high-end sneakers for sale and some money owed. Then this. 
The man in the white shirt has a pistol. The man in the black sweatshirt is also pointing a weapon. Shots are fired before the gunmen take off in their fancy getaway cars. The victims telling police 20-year-old Pushaisi was behind the wheel of the McLaren and he was armed with an assault rifle. Police also using these Instagram photos as part of their case. Shiesty with an assault-style rifle and cash. Shiesty, whose real name is Lontrell Williams, was arrested a few days later. He and a member of his entourage charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. The town of Bay Harbor Island says you're wanted for aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. He's also charged with armed robbery. Bay Harbor police names one other for aggravated battery in their affidavit, saying the two left the state in a private jet. They say the shooting came as one of the victims tried selling high-end sneakers and marijuana. And not only is it petty, but that's what the F FBI and the, and the feds are doing at this point, and the local authorities as well. Um, but I, I want to talk a little bit more just to expand a little bit and not, not just focusing on Pooh Shiesty, but there have been a lot of young black men that have been arrested, uh, killed or, you know, otherwise just have something, you know, going on within the music industry. I mean, we got Pooh Shiesty, we have his label mate, uh, Fujiano, who had the probation violation. Uh, Fujiano has gone for five years. I believe he was sentenced to. Uh, we have YFN Lucci who is, is facing a huge indictment uh, for RICO and, and gang involvement. Uh, in the past, we've had, you know, the likes of Young Boosie, uh, Gucci Mane, you know, has some stuff going on and he served some time. Uh, Mac from No Limit was recent, recently released from prison. Uh, Masterpiece brother, C. Murder, is still in prison, serving the prison bid at this point. So I, I want to talk about Again, something that's really near and dear to me, and you know, it's just—I don't—I don't necessarily want to, I guess, credit it or give any credit to the authorities to just say the hip hop cops or anything like that. But just talking about, you know, how how this stuff is coming about, how these guys are being arrested, how they are, you know, being exposed uh, with getting into this industry, and and just you know how how it comes to the it comes with the territory so to speak and you know just how how we're looking at that and hopefully this will be information that will help someone out there that may have transitioned from being in the streets and you know living that sort of life but then jumping into the entertainment industry and you know having newfound success and making money and things like that but again let, let's go back to Pooh situation so Pooh is in custody. The feds, you know, connected him to a shooting in Miami. Uh, in this shooting, there was money that was left at the scene. And somehow the feds went through his Instagram uh, and were, were able to match the serial numbers off of some hundred dollar bills that he was flashing online to money that was left at the scene and arrested him for that. And as a result, he's sitting in jail facing charges as it relates to the shooting in Miami. Uh, he has some other stuff going on as well. And, you know, he raps about this stuff also. So, you know, this is art imitating life or vice versa, life imitating art. But, you know, nonetheless, you know, that's that's that. And then going back to Fujiano's situation, he was on probation and violated his probation. Eventually, when the authorities caught up with him because he was on the run for a little bit, uh, they caught up with him and he was sentenced to five years. So he's doing prison time at this point. And, you know, with both Fujiano and, and a guy like Pooh Shiesty, it's putting a pause, you know, on their career. 
they're hot right now. They're making money. They have a lot of attention on them and things like that. But, you know, the, the feds and the authorities are pumping the brakes on them and making them sit down and, you know, they're not able to make that money. Uh, same with Lil Boosie back in the day. I mean, we, we all know and we've all, you know, been privy to see those free Boosie T-shirts and, you know, the hashtags and all of that good stuff. So, you know, we have them now for Fujiano and Pooh Shiesty. Um, sh- when Dirk was going through his stuff, uh, him and, and King Vaughn, uh, rest in peace, King Vaughn. But when they were going through their stuff, they were in jail and, you know, it was free Dirk, free Vaughn and, and those situations as well. So it, it appears that there is a target on the backs of our young black men and young black entertainers where they cross over, you know, from this street life into the entertainment world and they're looked at under a microscope. Any little thing that they do, uh, it is assessed to them or, or they get arrested for. Or if you have a certain certain type of money in your hand with a certain serial number that you know, matches a dollar that is found at a scene, then you could be arrested for that too. So with this with this topic, I just kind of want to touch bases with my entertainers, my young entertainers right now. Um, y'all got to watch who y'all have around you. And that's that's what it boils down to. You have to watch everything that you're doing. When you have this newfound success, you're buying jewelry, performing, things like that. You got to have the right people around you. Sometimes your entourage can be your downfall because you being that big name and and not necessarily saying that that's what happened in these situations. But we look at a Bobby Smarter, for instance, you know, he had the whole GS9 piece and, you know, being in the gang and all of that good stuff, allegedly, or even talking about Takashi 69 and his situation with, you know, gang activity and gang involvement, you know, although Bobby Smurda in his situation or Takashi in his situation, maybe they're not the leaders of these gangs, but they're the most popular member uh, in some respect. So the microscope is much more, I guess, defined and refined on them because they're being looked at more closely because they are in the public limelight. So as an artist, you just have to be mindful of that. Now, again, not, you know, dissing anybody that you know has gang activity that's that's not anything for me or that's not my place to judge or anything along those lines but if that's your situation just be mindful of that when you do cross over into this entertainment industry especially as a a popular artist well let me ask you this question what's up um is there a way Mm -hmm. to transfer over from gang activity you know, when you go legit, because uh, we've seen some people do mm-hmm. it. Um, we, we, we've had an episode where we talked about Rockefeller before. Yeah. We all know Jay-Z's past, yeah. right? Um, even T.I. He skirted a lot of stuff. But then, like you say, these new guys, it's like they keep getting caught. Mm-hmm. So can you do it? How you know? Yeah, I, th- I think the, the formula is there and the format is there from those guys like a Jay-Z or, uh, or T.I. But one of my examples that I really like to look at and and just looking at his longevity is Snoop. I mean, Snoop was well-defined, crip, crip walking, you know, everything, you know, as it relates to gang culture. I mean, he was the epitome of that in the 90s, but Snoop got into his trouble and was able to get out of the trouble. But the thing that happened with Snoop is that he completely changed who was around him and how he moved forward. Snoop, you know, went from being out, with the gang members and, you know, all of his friends and entourage and things like that to now I have 
these people around me, but they're working for me and they're doing work for me. So in addition to that, I have my actual family around me as well. So I'm not going to get into trouble. I'm not going to be doing the game bang thing. I understand that I can make a lot of money in this industry. So that's what I'm going to go towards. And I think one of the biggest things, and, and Snoop has, has said it as well, one of the biggest things that helped them out was getting out of that and you know going to work with a person like Master P to really learn the music industry and learn the business. And I think that's what I would tell my artists and the clients that I work with and, and tell you guys that as well. Really learn this business. Really understand this business. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. And I understand that you know, the streets can bring a lot of quick money, but this type of money that you can run into in the entertainment industry is going to set you up for generations. So what's more important, having that street credibility, which you could still maintain street credibility and transfer over into the entertainment industry. Again, looking at a guy like Snoop, uh, a lot of people look up to Snoop. You know, Snoop is well-respected within the industry. Jay-Z is well-respected within the industry. Uh, T.I., well-respected in the industry. So you, you can transition and you can do things the right way, but it's really about understanding the business and understanding your role in the business. So if you have, you know, gang members and friends and, you know, people that you were in the streets with, apply that skill set or learn a new skill set to apply in the music industry so that you don't have to have one foot in the streets and one foot out of the streets. Because I think about, I think it back to, you know, Biggie and Puffy. You know, Biggie was selling drugs and doing all of that good stuff or whatever to take care of his daughter, to feed his daughter. But when Puffy came along, it was a, you know, non-negotiable. I need you out of the streets because I need you here to make music and be an artist. And Biggie had to make a decision. And, you know, rest in peace, Biggie, but he made the right decision to get out of the streets and become this international superstar and eventually a legend. He's a legend at this point. Tupac as well. Um, a little bit different as it relates to the street piece or whatnot. And we could talk about that a little bit as well. But, you know, getting out of the streets, making that decision to go legit and do the right thing. So I think that's very important. And just understanding that your team and your team's role as it relates to that as well. Because if you have the wrong team around you, if they get into trouble, you're the popular one, so you could be held responsible. And that has happened in a lot of situations. Going back again uh, to Puffy situation where he had the shooting in the club. And, you know, he's with J-Lo, Puffy, and Shine. And Puffy didn't shoot anyone allegedly, you know, according to the, the situation. But Shine did allegedly, and it still backfired on Puffy, and he still faced charges as well. So it, it's just really about... Who do I have around me? You know, are these people working in my best interest and understanding the goal? And I think that's, you know, just kind of stepping back a little bit. It's really just about goal setting, understanding the business, and making sure you have that right team around you to keep it going. What's up? Because you, you spoke on the team part, right? Mm -hmm. But I also wanna, I want you to kind of touch on um, do you think – that these young boys are doing this stuff for creativity. But you, you remember this? You remember this young dude right here? So yeah, that dude, and then you remember this dude right here, who he flat out just told you what was up. 
Speak to that. Okay, I got you. So, you know, in some of these situations, too, I have a lot of clients that say, well, I want my music to be authentic. I want it to reflect what I'm doing for real or what I have done. And and I get that. And I understand it. But we have to understand, too, do we want to be, I, I guess, do we want to have content and face the possibility of going to prison or, you know, do we want to give this content, you know, to a, to a certain degree, you know, where we embellish or maybe change names and facts and things like that uh, to avoid any of that? I mean, I know recently we have uh, rappers who have rapped about, you know, murders and things like that, and that's exactly what they were doing. So are, are we in a period where the content has to match reality and that that's a unique perspective because i think with rap rap prides itself on being authentic being the voice of the street and things like that um but how far do we go because if we look back to you know original gangster rap uh with nwa out west or um you know ice t and those people or whatnot were they really rapping about what they were doing or were they rapping about what they may have seen or experienced through, you know, their friends and, you know, associates. So I, I think we have to find a fine line as it relates to that and, and make sure that we don't cross over that because in this situation today, if we're rapping about things and, you know, prosecutors are using rap songs and rap lyrics to prosecute people. Um, again, going back to Pooh not to not to get on him, but, you know, prosecutors looked at, or the feds rather looked at his Instagram to indict him. So we have to separate reality from that of the creativity and allow creativity to be just that um, and not, you know, to be a reality. For instance, I, I know several other rappers that have criminal charges pending or that have gone through uh, the criminal process and maybe are on probation. But, you know, again, they're on social media with guns or videos with guns and things like that. And the authorities are paying attention to this stuff. You know, are they violating their probation or condition of their bond by being around certain people, maybe throwing gang signs or maybe holding on to guns, Uh, especially if you're a convicted felon, if you're in the industry? uh, You know, how can we make a determination as to whether or not the gun was real or whether it was a prop? You know, so we, we have to pay attention to that. And, you know, some of my defense lawyer friends, you know, are really, really adamant about that as far as artists that they represent and just the artists not putting themselves at a disadvantage, so to speak, uh, because prosecutors are watching, the feds are watching, and, and they're really paying close attention. And there have been multiple court rulings that have allowed lyrics to come into play uh, with regard to prosecuting artists. So we have to be mindful of that. Even with Bobby Smarter, just going back to his example, 
you know, with him talking about GS9 and, you know, and that, that one song that he had was very popular, Hot Boy or, or Hot Ends. I don't want to say the N-word on, on the show, but uh, getting into that song, you know, he's talking about what certain people have done or didn't do as it relates to shooting and hitting licks and things like that. So you, you just have to, you know, in that situation, he's kind of dry snitching, but, you know, you want to be careful about how you're putting out that information and, you know, telling on people or, or not telling on people because that, <laughs> that really led to his investigation and them looking a lot closely into what he was doing. And, you know, that reality sort of matching exactly what he's rapping about. So you got to find that fine line with creativity. And, you know, it wouldn't hurt to change some names and things like that as well. So just be mindful of that, y'all, moving forward and be mindful of your team. And, you know, just just understand, you know, who you have around you and what you have going on and what is at stake for you as well. All right. So, look, y'all, before we go off and answer some of y'all's questions. I just want to wrap up and just bring everything home at this point. Look, the feds are watching. They are watching. They're paying attention. They're zooming in on your Instagram to get serial numbers off of the money that you guys are flashing. Let's switch it up. Let's not give them evidence to prosecute us any, any, anymore. Let's start to move a little bit more discreetly. Let's let entertainment be just that, entertainment. Let's not allow it to reflect our reality. At the end of the day, we have to stop being our biggest enemies and standing in our way because essentially that's what we're doing. Whether we're doing it intentionally or unintentionally, we're giving them, you know, the opportunity to prosecute us and to look at us a lot deeper, um, you know, in the situation. So society, as a black man in society, you know, a lot is against us, you know, already. So, why pile more onto that? Let's be smart. Let's move better. Let's move different. And let's make this money, family, for sure. So let's let's segue and transition a little bit. And let's see what questions you guys have uh, this week for us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to call my brother. I better call my housekeeper. I got to call my lawyer. Can I make a phone call? That sound good? I want to check with my attorney. I said I need a lawyer. Uh all right. All right, Devontae, great, great. Um this week uh we had a question. This comes from our Twitter family. Okay. Uh from She Busy at She gets it pied hey. um she she asked can you just like a rapper can podcasters get indicted on their content that's a good question yeah it's possible i mean you know it, it depends on what the content is uh or or what the action is hold on what <laughs> <laughs> so so anytime we're um you know giving out information or or even in a song you know we're rapping about certain lyrics and things like that if prosecutors or the authorities are able to make a connection with some criminal activity, then absolutely they can they can try to bring that in and use it against you for sure. So you just got to be careful about everything that you're saying. And, and in all honesty, if you're not out in the streets or doing anything illegal or, you know, 
anything uh, criminal activity period then you know talk have your freedom of speech say what you got to say do what you have to do so long as it's you know legal with regard to freedom of speech you're fine but yeah absolutely they can connect the dots if you're out there doing the wrong thing so be careful about that if you are dirty that was a good question for sure thank you she busy thank you thank you she busy for sure hey but look we busy as well i got to get back to work and help some clients it's been a pleasure man um again to give the disclaimer the information that you guys have heard is just for entertainment purposes only uh this entertainment information that you guys have received is not to be construed as legal advice i'm not your lawyer but if you need a lawyer call us hit us up uh our instagram is at lions den legal uh we can also be found online at lionsdenlegal.com uh, on Twitter, Lions Den Pod. I'm sorry, no, I messed up. Scratch that. That's Law Pod. Um, so follow us and tap in with us, touch bases with us. We'd love to work with you, love to continue to grow with y'all, man. Um, I'll be back again, and I appreciate you guys. And remember, when it comes to the feds watching and you guys having illegal activity out here in this entertainment industry, it's not about opinions. It's not about facts. It's about the law. That's law. I holler at y'all. Peace. <laughs>